Listen, when you marry a man, be prepared for everything that comes with that, monogamy or polygyny. Being married to multiple wives is still hard. It is not just some sexual fantasy. Oh, it's harder. Listen, yo, this is all you heard, all the brothers at the Masha, this is all they talk about after Juma. If you don't know, sisters, this is what they talk about. Um, I'm wondering, have you ever thought about why Allah allowed it to be, allowed polygamy to be halal, but polygamy not to be? Is it possible that that would ever work? Or, is, or does it make complete sense to you in the experience that you've had that no, Allah says that Allah did it this way for a reason. Has the Ummah, knowing that it is halal, have you ever felt shunned or um, looked down upon for being so honest and living in a halal way? Have you been approached before? Of course, by sisters and brothers. Was it almost like they were trying to use Islam as a reason that you were supposed to or you should be or like guilting you into it within the word of Islam or in the... 100%. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to Nakat and Chill. Today I have two special guests, both in the uh, photography or modeling industry. We have Basha here making some mad moves, honey. I found her on TikTok st on my For You page, paused because the girl was stunning, went to her page, found out she modeling girl doing her thing. We also have Hassan here, aka Heji. He is a professional photographer. Um, and what you guys don't know is that Hassan is in a polygamous relationship. I think that it's so necessary that we have a conversation about all types of relationships. On Nakancho, we've talked to gay men who are Muslim, who fully believe in the, the word of Islam and love Allah but they're gay. We've talked to all different walks of life, um, mixed um, couples, and now it is time to, for the first, not the last, time to talk about another relationship, um, one that's halal, um, polygamy. And so me and Basha have actually talked about our views a little bit on it sister wife gang so i'm gonna be 100 like with everyone like i'm not in a polygamous relationship nor do i agree if it's not the right time to do so so let me just say that um you know if you're not spiritually sound and ready for that type of thing it might not be something that intrigues you or makes you want to you know go forth with but i'm surrounded around a lot of sisters which like you know i realized that that conversation wasn't something that I was open to until I met sisters that actually like, you know, started talking to me about it. Like, they're just like, you, you, you trying to be a sister wife, sis? Like, what's up? Like you, are you married? Like, are you trying to, I'm like, hold up sis, because she's not like, I just became Muslim in 2015. And that conversation was from like me asking them questions. They're like, why are you so open for this? Or like, why are you so open to this? Like, what's the, what's the historical reference? Or like, like, what have you come from? You know what I'm saying? To like, you know, just be so open to it and be like prepared for it. Like me mentality wise, it was like, it's like drinking water for me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm choking. I'm gagging. Like I can't even think. This conversation was something I've never had before. And I thought it to be very, like a beautiful thing if done correctly. And so that that whole series on the TikTok was just like 
the responses of different women from different cultures and like how they would come to me and they felt like I didn't judge them. They, they felt open to talk to me about, you know, whatever they were going through. And also like, you know, these people are anonymous. So I just decided to play them within that aspect, within that whole entire series on TikTok. So yeah. Baby, I've been thinking, you know, like you haven't been really bringing that much money and I'm trying to get my business and stuff. Like we should get a second wife. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't bringing that much money. You know what I'm saying? Like. You all the way tried it. Tell luck, I don't got time for this. Nope, mm-mm. Here's some warnings for you. If a brother says to you, I have a lot to offer, what do you have to offer? He is clearly a user. If a brother says from jump, he's going to take on multiple wives, most likely he's not equipped. Have you been approached before? Of course, by sisters and brothers. Wow. Tell me mm -hmm. your experience with that. Maybe a good experience and a bad experience. Yeah, so like the first time that that happened to me was just like a sister asking me through a community and like just coming up to me, asking me like, so would you be interested in marrying my husband? You know, he's a really good man. That was it. I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm not sure if that's something I'm willing to do right now, but that's very like flattering of you to ask me because the sister has her stuff together. Like she's a motivated woman and like, she's, you know, she's an MD, like she has her stuff together. So, I, and I was having a conversation where I was like, you know what, this is actually amazing, you know, because I didn't really dive too deep into that. And so I was telling her like, this is so helpful for women when they have so much on their plate and they just need a sister wife like to help them out like yeah. and talk to and be like yeah you know whether they're talking about their husband or whatever it is you know what i'm saying because that means them both crazy yeah. so i thought that to be like something like really nice that was a good experience that i had just talking about it finding out about it and like just thinking about it more reflecting on it if that's something that i would do so and i told her i was like yeah i don't know if i would do that right now like that was the conversation but that is something that i feel is very helpful for women and that is for a woman you know what i mean so um that was a good experience and i think a bad experience i had being put in a position where it was like like a, it wasn't forced but it was like you know, I really just need your help to like, you know, like it was just, it was like, oh God, I don't want to be responsible for that. Like, I really just want to know if that's something you would be open to do because I want you to feel protected in this dunya. And so I was just like, mm. Was it almost like they were trying to use Islam as a reason that you're supposed to, or you should be, or like guilting you into it within the word of Islam or in the- 100%. Okay. For sure. Is there an appropriate or inappropriate way in approaching? What's your reaction to the way that she was approached? I think is that's dope in the, in the in the perfect world. You know, I think that's needed. If a sister took it upon herself to approach her, say her, her joining her family, that's sisterhood. That's something that you don't hear about. That's something you hear about in stories and, and poems. You don't hear that on the everyday, so that's super courageous because a lot of sisters don't move like that. Sisters don't, even sisters in polygyny, they're not trying to, they want to, once they get in it, they're not trying to have nobody come behind them. But to your question, uh, yes, there's an inappropriate way to, um, to to introduce polygyny to a sister. Um, like she, like Basha said, the forcing, um, help me save myself, all of the um, the tricks, like I'm, I'm trying to not sin. I don't want you to sin. Um, you know, some people use Islam to use polygyny, Islam and polygyny to, to to be with multiple women to experience their inner 
childhood fantasies, you know, because think about it, for all of those Muslims like myself who were born Muslim, the pinnacle of being a man is having more than one woman, right? This is something that was told to you, like, yo, this is all you heard, all the brothers at the mosque, this is all they talk about after Juma. If you don't know, sisters, this is what they talk about. After Juma or in the coffee shops or the instant styles, old men, young men, all they talk about is what sister they want to marry. They, 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 this is what men talk about. And so this is something as a boy you listen to growing up and you kind of unconsciously aspire to want to have that. So every man, I'm telling you on your show, every man, whether they act on it or they don't, want to experience or see what it is to have another woman. It's no, I have never met a man, great men, imams, sheikhs, ustads, teachers, whatever, that said, no, I do not want another wife. I never had no inkling or no intention. I'm good. So it's just about some men have different uh, self-control, different respect levels, different knowledge of Allah, awareness, so they go about it differently. So, um, yes, it's, it's very inappropriate ways, but the way what she talked about, that's very appropriate. Kudos to that sister. Do you have any friends or mentors that got you into it or that help you throughout it that are in polygamous relationships? And forgive me, help me ex- help explain polygyny versus polygamy. All right. Polygamy is not what we practice. Polygamy is when men and women both can have more than one spouse. Got you, okay. Polygyny is when the man, is what Islam practices, is when okay. the man can have more than one. Do I have any mentors? No. I am in this on my own. And how mm-hmm. many wives do you have? I have, with number, let me see, last time I checked, now I was juggling just <laughs> No, no, I have two wives. I have two wives. How do you maintain that level of trust? Because men have to understand one thing. You got to come in the door and be a man. What I mean by that is you got to say to have the hard conversations and say the hard bottom lines. The trust starts from you knowing what you want and allowing that person to hear what you want. Now, for example, if you meet in a sister, a brother should say if he's going into polygyny, polygyny is not just a mode. Like, like I'm going to be, I drink coffee today, I have a latte tomorrow. It's a lifestyle that you're about to embark on. Again, I'm four years into this. So I'm, I'm alhamdulillah, according to the Ummah, I'm being, I'm just like, I'm, success, I'm like a success story. Because you don't hear about people being open and transparent and polygyny and showing people what to do. So it's about understanding who this woman is what she brings to your life, what you bring into her life, a community, a business. It's like business. It's like... Right. I mean, finances, like you said, I think for me, the only way I'd be comfortable is if he was... I mean, you're not if he's not spending time with me, which Basha, you mentioned on your TikTok that I agreed with as well. Like, I love my independence. I love my space. That actually is an aspect that works for me. You know, you spend your time with her, you come with me, but the money needs to be there. I'm not going to be struggling and sharing a man, so... In a reality... Let me give you a reality. And this is something you're going to struggle. I don't get what. See, I had that mindset too. You're going to struggle. You're going to struggle because Allah is true. He said, it's half the deen for a reason. He's going to test you. So you can have this mindset. If I'm going to get into religion, he got to have money. He got to be well off. That's an illusion. I'm telling you that because I'm living it. It's an illusion. Allah is going to test you 
if not with the, the, the money amount, the frequency. Maybe his money's not going to come the way it's going to come. Maybe business is going to slow. Maybe Allah might stop his money altogether. What are you going to do as a wife? Are you going to say, oh, shoot, you lost your job or you can't, you ain't making the money that you promised me, right? So um, I'm leaving this. It's, it's all about, that's what I was talking about, mindset, about having, when you have these conversations in the beginning, people need to do something I call due processing. They need to have these conversations. You and Basha are talking from a perspective that you're never in it. You're like, we're talking about swimming and you never got in the pool, right? Wait, wait, hold on, because I have a question. If you've ever wanted a discount on your favorite halal restaurant, Nikah and Chill has got you covered. Download all set app and enter code Nikah and Chill to get $5 off your next curbside order. All set is a pickup only reservation app. Never so wait in line during COVID. And there's many, many food options to choose from. Jazakallah khair. She was basically saying that, you know, because that's our right as women. If we want to accept polygyny, that's our right. It's in the Quran. If we want to reset polygyny, that is something that Allah is like, you have to have this and this. Yes, there's other stories in the Quran about men who married women and they became well off because they married a second wife or a third wife. There are stories about that. But Allah is telling the man to come into the situation prepared. If you're taught as a, as a, as a young man, if you're taught as a young man, like you said, after Juma. Why aren't they preparing their sons to be actual, like, polygyny-like husbands? I'm not advocating for a man to take any wife and not be able to take care of his wives. Let's be clear, all right? Um, I do want to say that, you know, of course, in the Quran, it does say that it's acceptable, but it says that you will likely not be able to treat your wives equally. Why was it important for you to go sort of against the grain and say, you know what, this is a lifestyle for me. And it's something that I feel is a part of my purpose in 50% of the Dean. Why, why did you feel you what? need more than one? Why? I never saw a positive, productive polygyny situation ever in my life. And my father had polygyny. I was young. I didn't know he had one, another wife at one point, but it wasn't, public and it wasn't transparent it wasn't it wasn't transparent and it wasn't something that people were happy to show the community because in those times the 60s the 70s in the 80s and even in the 90s it shunned it was like a, it was treated like a side chick like oh you know bro so so like that so growing up um i've got i've got married young at, at i was 21 and my wife was 16, and we were married in monogamy, hear me out, for 11 years, we had four beautiful girls. Going through that, so I did the education. (laughs) So being married, putting that work in, I saw so many different flaws in myself that I wasn't really addressing as a band. Okay. I, I made Hodge in 2013, and when I came back in 2013, 2014, I realized that polygyny, is going to be something that will bring me closer to Allah, something that will expand my family, my, my reach with the people, my resources. And then when I had this conversation with my father, he said, but you have to do something. You have to be the guinea pig. And I said, what you mean? He said, be public with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only, in my age range, yeah. you, quote me on this. Okay. Only one visibly showing the ups and the downs and the round tables of polygyny, family, building wealth and getting closer to Allah. 
and to build an empire. I believe in that. I believe in building an empire for my children. I believe when I die, inshallah, having left a legacy for my kids, whether it's my philanthropy work, whether it's my production company, whether it's whatever. I had one wife for 11 years, and something that I, that went, that I did wrong was I tried to, as I evolved and grew, I tried to have her fit every shoe that I needed her to fit, and it was wrong. And I get frustrated when she couldn't. So the love wasn't there. And I saw it. And instead of me understanding that I couldn't force someone to do something, I resented her unconsciously. Every woman brings something different in your life. And let's go back to the time of the Prophet Muhammad. He showed us the best example of that, of different women bringing different things in your life. So we have to understand that, but also be true with yourself. There is definitely a hidden culture. Thank you. Thank you for being so honest and open. And you're definitely like that on your um, on your Facebook, as I said. But also, I, I can definitely see that you made a conscious decision to be public on your opinion, but you've manifested and um, marinated on why you do what you do. Um, uh, and, and the relationships that you have, has the Ummah, knowing that it is halal, have you ever felt shunned or um, looked down upon for being so honest and living in a halal way? You know, it's funny. that's one thing that really hurt me. In the beginning, I thought I was going to be championed by my Black people. I thought I was going to be like, I was like, yo, they're going to be like, yes, we finally got a brother doing it right, right? For the right reasons with black women, black men. I didn't go to, I didn't go to Saudi Arabia. I didn't get a Spanish woman. I, I, I stick to the script. One of my wives is a widow. One of my wives had another child. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, sooner, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I was like, yo, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And what happened? They dissed me every way they can diss me. Because they saw it as a selfish, maybe sexual. Oh, man. People would talk about my character that don't even know me. Oh, he's a womanizer. He did this. He don't do that. Then they would say, once they said that, he living off of his wives. He ain't got no money. Then when that faded out, then they started to see children coming. And they're like, oh, okay, so maybe this is something, something positive. Then it was, oh, he's too boastful. He's cocky. Everything, every character flaw a man can have, yeah. these, these, uh, the Uma has shot me, but I'm built for it. There's brothers I spoke to personally who would love to be, they would like, yo, bro, I'm living vicariously through you. I couldn't do it, but I'm rooting for you silently. They can't even show support. Publicly. Publicly. Brothers don't want to show support. Brothers don't even want to like a meme that has anything linking to polygyny. You know, right, right. Brothers are like, mm -mm. they don't, they, they don't want the fitna. I did mm -hmm. want to talk about how you said, you know, being married to multiple wives is still hard. It is not just some sexual fantasy. Oh, it's harder. Listen, when you have one wife, you have one set of issues, one set of emotions, one set of problems, one set of triumphs, one set of failures. Right. right? When you have multiple wives. You have to cut your brain in half and be able to be deal with one household's issues and everybody. What I mean by household issues is every situation. It's something else I learned in polygyny. Every woman and man come with their own baggage, emotional baggage, financial baggage, Islamic baggage, ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, wherever they're coming from. And they might not show you in the first year, the second year, or the third year, but when they show you what their baggage is, you got to deal with that. And then you have to deal with the other ones' baggage. 
So your level of pain, it's a, it's a word that when you make Hodge, it's like synonymous with like ABCD. It's called Subba. Everybody's saying patience. Subba, Subba, yeah. Subba. Like you got to have, your patience got to be on a thousand. Sometimes all you have is a love. In polygyny, that's all you have is to talk to is because managing people is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right. And Shaitan knows that. And he's going to test you with your, 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 the people. So managing relationships, plural, in America, in a, think about it, we're in a place where it says what you're doing is bad, right? The yeah. community around you is saying you're, you're doing something bad. Mm-hmm. And then, so you're going totally, you're already Muslim, so you're going totally against the grain. You got to be a strong person, a strong sister, and a strong man to be able to deal with all of those, those darts being thrown at you on top of having your stuff in order, on top of having money, on top of having the, the what Allah told you to have. Get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's not a game. Now, do you have all daughters? No, I have five daughters and one son. And where, wow. And where are their perception for their selves in the future? Do you guys talk about if they're going to engage in polygamous relationships or? Well, my daughter's just turned 14 and I want to keep the child. We haven't had those car conversations yet. So, but, but. Um, they're very aware, and uh, I think one time I played with them, I'm like, are you guys going to have, your husband's going to have one wife, or he's going to have, they're like, one. They're like, you know, like, as you know, and I laugh with them very jokingly, but my lifestyle isn't, one thing I'm proud of, my, I'm not going to put that on them. I'm not going to say, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm going to support them in anything and everything that they want to do as their father, and make sure they do it the right way, but I want to show them, if they do it, the right way. You've seen daddy multiple homes, you've seen daddy be fair. I didn't give you everything and I don't give your siblings nothing. You know, sometimes even in polygyny, the kids go through a lot of stress. Oh, you hear it all the time. My dad was, he only liked that household. My dad never came to see me. My dad never spent no time with me. One of my best friends, her dad, I mean, she was one of 28 siblings. Mm. 28 siblings. And yes, um, her dad was an imam, one of the most amazing brothers ever. And several wives, yeah. And they were, I mean, he raised his kids like they were sharp as a whip. They were so beautiful inside and out. So I've definitely seen um, beautiful success stories. But even then, it was almost like pulling teeth to understand their uh, their their perception on it. Because I think they always were in that middle ground where it's like, I'm never going to be in a as a woman she was a my friend she was a girl and you could tell that she never wanted to discredit her dad even though she didn't see it for herself um i'm wondering have you ever thought about why allah allowed it to be allowed polygamy to be halal but polygamy not to be is it possible that that would ever work or, is, or does it make complete sense to you in the experience that you've had that, no, Allah says that Allah did it this way for a reason? Again, I'm not a scholar. Of course. I'm not going to you know, go into scripture. Yes. You know? But my humble beliefs is that you know, Allah made more women than men for a reason. Okay. And what a polygyny is a benefit, it's supposed to be a benefit for the women. Uh, so every woman can have a husband. So every woman can have protector, provider. And I think that in Islam, I think that it's a certain preciousness and beautification that Allah puts on the women. 
that he won't allow two men to have access to the same woman. I think it's a respect that Allah puts on our Muslim sisters, just like the emphasis that he puts on having a dowry or, or, having, um, or, or just the process of getting married. It's a certain respect that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put on his Muslims, ummah, his Muslimah, Muslimahs that having two men dump their energy in one woman, I think that's not what Allah wants for the woman. Because remember, Islam, prior to Islam, they used to bury the woman. They used to bury the female babies. They used to, they used to Islam brought respect, was the first religion actually to bring rights to a woman, so rights to marriage, property, <laughs> stuff like that. I guess I'm more curious to know what sister-wife relationship even looks like. We have the TV show of non-Muslim sister wives, but I guess it's like, how do they maneuver? Because that's the thing. I'm such a, I'm a feminist. I'm such a, like, girl's girl. So that's another reason why I feel like it could work. Because I would look out for her like a full-on sister. Yeah, I asked a question, Hassan. You didn't answer it. Why do you think, like, at a young age, that it's something to aspire to? Even though you want to do it public, you want to do it public, but are you doing it right public? And if you're doing it public, is there an adapt to putting it out there because there are your wives who are like exposed you know if they okay it cool like but maybe they don't want people to know that's why the other brothers in the community who be doing it for years never exposed it publicly because they want to respect their wives so let's talk about the exposure what is a man exposing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said marriage is halal right when we use to see this is the, this, is the, this is the verbiage that we got to get away from exposure putting them out there. They don't want to be there. Listen, when you marry a man, be prepared for everything that comes with that, monogamy or polygyny. So if a man, we have to, shaitan doesn't sleep. He shows us all the images that we shouldn't see. He shows us all the love and hip hop, the modeling, like you would say, all of the stuff that we're not supposed to aspire to be is on our phones, is on our computer screens, is in the magazines, is everywhere. Why, when it comes to showing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says we're supposed to be running towards, it's no, we got to hide it. No, show your man. Listen, when, 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 you, when, when you show your wife in the light of respect, that's going to inspire somebody to get married. You know how many people got married after I started to talk my stuff on my platform? You know how many marriages I helped facilitate? You know how many marriages I helped mediate? It's a benefit with that. And you have to see if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts you in that position, don't run away from it. We have to learn to show the beauty in Islam because shaitan is going to show us while we sleep and while we up the, neg- the stuff that's not beautiful. We have to show it. Even the people that hide it, they say, I wish I could show it. I wish I can do more. They want to be that. But because our people, African-Americans, Crabs in a barrel mentality, love to tear each other down, love to, 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 to do what they do. And I know this fact, for fact, for fact, that a lot of brothers don't want that heat. Everybody don't want to get on a, have a platform like mine or yours and talk about hard topics. Mm-hmm. How much bullshit I get from people. Basha called me sometime fighting with me. Hassan, yeah, ah, yeah, what? But it's, it's, it's a need. People need that space to express themselves. Now I'm going to your next point with the kids. It's kind of like every kid wanting a pair of Jordans, right? I always wanted a pair of Jordans growing up. My parents really couldn't afford it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't cut me off. It's kind of like 
<laughs> she, she know where I'm going. She know where I'm going with it. Look, the young boys talking about polygyny is is like when you were young and you wanted a pair of retro Jordans and you knew your parents couldn't afford it, but you would tell your friends, yo, I'm gonna get them Jordans. Yo, I, yo, you you gonna get them on Saturday? Yo, you lying to yourself. You're part. You want to you want to be a part of the uh, the conversation, the the popular conversation, the status quo. So young boys who have fathers, hold on, who have fathers who are not guiding them correctly, who have, who they see their fathers doing the same thing, they just mimic the behavior. You get what I'm saying? I saw my dad talk about polygyny all the time when he was with the brothers, right? I never was really interested in it until I got married. I wasn't, when I was a teenager and I'm doing my undergrad, I wasn't like, I'm inspiring to have two wives. What? I didn't think about that. No, young boys are not thinking about, I'm inspiring to have two wives. You know what they're aspiring? They're, this, this is go back to the shaitan. They're aspiring to have two girlfriends. They're aspiring to have their cake and they eat it too. They just using polygyny and stuff to sound, you know, culturally accepted or sound nice. But really what they're saying is, I want to have sex with multiple women, young boys, because they don't understand the dynamics that come with polygyny. So you got to understand who you're talking to. When I hear the young boys talking, they're like, yo, when I, when I, when I get, when I get this, I'm going to do that. And, 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 and when I get this, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this. And they're just talking from their lower desires. And, and some men, grown men do the same thing. My thing is technically it's halal. So mm-hmm. someone's motive, if a brother's motive is, you know what, I'm not lowering my gaze to this sister. The sister ain't really lowering her gaze to me. I could see her joining in. Is it haram or is it bad that yeah. the goal or the motive is an intimate goal? I'm not saying it's haram. This person? I'm not saying it's haram because you can marry somebody for that. But what I'm saying to Bash's thing is that I'm in it and I'm telling you how to maintain it. Okay. Anybody something you can get a house a car but how do you maintain it you and know? i think that's a good thing you know to learn from somebody's mistakes so like i feel like what you're saying is like you, you you're not like you're not seeing it as a perfect world you go through it without like knowing that these things are going to happen like whatever happens whatever issues that's why people feel comfortable to come to you because you don't care about exposing your flaws or things that you might like just like you like you don't know exactly that's a part of being a muslim this is a major like you know issue that i have with polygyny and it's only because the boys are not taught how to do it right at a young age and so women get hurt sisters leave islam i'm trying to tell you this is a this is this is more detrimental than just like polygyny in itself. It's not about, and I'm thinking about souls. I'm not thinking about like, oh yeah, this is, this is allowed. No, I'm thinking about the sisters that come to me crying to me. Okay. Uh, and I'm just like, hold on. This is a different perspective. Sister wife gang is a gang of women who is like, yo, we are tired and I'm exhausted. I'm trying to figure out why you don't, why are women like, why, are, why are the wives like, oh, you are a gift. And for me to have you is, is amazing. But I still need that energy from you. But then the woman is now turning around. She doesn't even know who she is because she's giving so much to that marriage. Yeah. And she doesn't even, she, and it's so, it, that's why a lot of women need to wait. And like, that's why I said, I'm not ready for that right now. I'm still trying to figure out certain things about myself spiritually. Like, you know, I'm still trying to make sure like I can maintain certain things within myself. So I'm, I'm not like all up underneath my, like, go, please. Yes, yes, yes. Call me and tell me what she brung, she made for dinner. Yes, I want some chocolate <laughs> to her to bring some food. Like, real quick. You know what I'm saying? 
So I'm not even like she's not cooking tonight. She has work. I'm recording. Um, I was gonna say though, obviously you can't speak for your wives, but what would you say was their hardest transition into making it work? Was there ever jealousy? Was there ever like, hey brother, like you ain't been here for two weeks? I've been cooking for two weeks dinner. And this is something I'm gonna. Uh, it's crazy that you say that. Um, shout out to Sister Sakina. She emailed me today. She's like Hassan. You got to do a podcast on your life and religion. Mm-hmm. You have to do it I because she's like, <laughs> she's like, film it, whatever you do, because it's needed. So anyway, shout out to her. But um, yes, this you're gonna deal with jealousy. See, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta, you're gonna deal with jealousy. You're gonna deal with time management. You're gonna deal with re uh, financial uh, uh, ups and downs. You're going to deal with, do you love me? Do you still care for me? Is she better? Is she do this? It don't matter. Now, let me give you an example of something I went through. And I'm going to be very transparent. I had a thing that I used to do. I used to post my wives on my page and say nice affirmations about them when I was thinking about them. Right? So I used to say, I'm just paraphrasing. I love you for being a great artist. Shout out to you. And then I'm I'm using my platform to support whatever you do. I want you to go download her new mixtape, and I love her. It's a picture of me and her together. <laughs> Hubby, you're feeling good, right? This is men we think very linear. So this is a mistake men make. Uh, five seconds later, I post another wife. Similar, not similar, but something tailored to her. Oh, okay. Right? It just to show cohesiveness. Right. To right, show right. love. One. People are full of people are some horrible. They'll like one wife more than another wife. So that's a problem for you. So one wife picture got 150 likes. The other one got 12. So then the one that got 12 would say, "Oh, so that yeah, you don't post me enough. You don't talk about me enough. It's just about you and her." Then the second problem is, oh, they women will dissect what you wrote for the other wife. My wife dissected what I wrote. She said, "He said." He will never do this. And he never said that to me. And it was like, I'm like, but wait, I said this for you. And wallahi, my intentions was just to show love and transparency in my family. But what happens is because of the jealousy, you got to be very careful about how you do that because you don't know what state that woman is. Say you want, you're at house number one and you're posting this stuff at house number one, right? And then she's missing you or she's in her female mood or she's in a funk or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's growing in her timeline and she just see you post your other wife and post her. And in her mind, her enough is going to challenge her. And instead of her be like, wow, he's thinking about me when he's not here. He's sending me good vibes when he's not here. It's like, damn, bro. Why he posted? Why he posted the old picture? Why he did that? And I I dealt with that. And And looking back in retrospect, I was like, yo, that's so crazy. But now how I move different, I do it differently now. And I give this advice to the people. So that was one of your learning. Like, basically, that was one of your learning experience. Cause you, and I was going to say that, you know, when you, when you grow up Muslim, it's a different, I'm going to be 100. Like, when you grow up Muslim, it's a whole different energy. Because, like, you don't have that experience with women outside of, like, getting married to multiple women. And so, like, as that experience transpired, like, you know, you got to think about, like, shit, he know better, like, that women have this kind of, like, you know, thing, but at the oh, end of the day, like, growing up, and that's what I'm saying, so, like, growing up for me, like, you know, like, not living in an Islamic, like, context lifestyle, like, not knowing any of the, you know, rules in Islam, Sharia, nothing, 
I experienced what that looked like, like in front of me with two people that were polygamist, you know, and, and I saw, I was like, that's a hot mess. And I'm not, I'm not even going to get involved. But then I saw like beautiful ones that I was like, oh, that's, huh. that was just like, it worked for them. Right. And so for me, like when you, when you think about polygyny and it's like, it seems like, oh, it's just for the man, but when really it's actually for the woman too. Like it's not, it's a woman, it's a man's right, but it's actually for the woman and a woman like within the context, it's a man's right. And within like, you know, during the Prophet Muhammad says sometimes if you think about how men would go for war and like they would be there for long times and like, you know, they were like, you know, I ain't trying to be out here. Zenda, you know, not trying to do that. So they would get married. And so when I think about that, I'm like, okay, cool. And there's a, a thing that happens in the community was like, oh, I don't got to tell you that I'm getting married to a second wife because, you know, that's my right. And it's like, but wait, are we using our aqua here? Like, do you think really during this time of all the social platforms we have, that you were not supposed to inform your wife that you're with, like, like loving her the way you do, right. like knowing that she should know that phone call, that phone call or that FaceTime. If you in another country, you can't even come back COVID, whatever. And you like, I'm not trying to be in Zen. Like you need to pick up the phone. Like that's all I'm saying. When I was a teenager, not to expose my sins, I was a womanizer. I was the pretty, I was the guy who sung. I did music. I had all the girls. That's different than being married to multiple women. Having girlfriends yeah, yeah, yeah. and dealing in, when you was in Jahalia and you had uh, multiple men or multiple girls is uh, night and day from having multiple women wives. Yeah. And when you're in polygyny and you're talking about like the sister was talking about the jealousy, it's gonna happen. It's no way. It's no way to run. One wife get pregnant, the other one not pregnant. Oh, yeah. You don't even got to be doing nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> it's going to happen. The goal is when you're tested with your wives and your children, Allah seeing if you're going to go to him or you're going to go to shaitan. Mm. That's it. Are you going to rely on him mm. and use his zikr, use his, his salah, use the Quran to guide you, or you're going to go into what Shaitan wants to do. What Shaitan, his biggest achievement is what? Divorce. I'm done with this. You get out of here. I'm done. This is, I'm trying to build family. And anybody who knows me personally, like Basha knows me, she sees me with my children. She sees me, she's been around my wives. She know what I'm saying ain't, ain't bluff. Wow. So what I'm saying is, it's a big difference and we got to understand the difference that, and, and, and sometimes you get into marriage and it might not work. You can do everything you want you, you want to do and you're supposed to do. And some people outgrow each other. Monogamous relationships, you grow apart. So when you're yeah. separated and there's multiple people, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. And then, and then it, what we don't talk about is the balance. Now, one wife or two wives are saying, I'm giving you stress. You go into a law, you repent, you're trying to do... You go to another wife. Now you got to dump all of that on another wife. Now, what if she's not ready for that? What if she's not ready to be that, that, what you say, Basha? I mean, you don't have to dump all of it. You could hold some of it in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm not saying all of it, but you know, if that's your partner. If that's does your the next partner, wife really need that havoc? Like, does she need that? Like, are you bringing something to her that she needs? Is she getting her life? Is she, is she getting that bag? Is she like, you know, getting her Dean and you just coming in, you just like, Oh, here I am. Hurricane Katrina. Like, did you like that? Oh, hold on. I'm a challenge on that. If your man, the guy that you love, your friend, your buddy comes into, comes in the house and you feel his energy is off. 
as a woman who loves them, you're going to want to know what's going on. How was your day at work? What happened? Business. You want to be there to help them, and you should be there to help them. That's called marriage. It's no sexism. But if you're sharing a man, that energy. when he Yeah, no, of course. And yeah. that's I think that's the main thing. It's like a man who's into polygyny and wants to do that, he has to also learn the adab of it and, like, learning how to not bring always that that same energy if she's really working to imagine uh, like she's working to like you know relax that that husband or you know her husband and you know he's still feeling down and then he like dumps that and then now this woman is like exhausted because like she she had something prepared but it's it's gonna take some time to get in that yes if she loves him yes but also the consideration and the adab of the man is is to be like you know questioned when we think about how muslims socialize there's so many ways to figure that out through numerology through like, you know, the study of astronomy. So like when we study these things and we're giving our children tools and we're trying to, you know, build a new, like you're doing and publicly, like, are we considering like, okay, what is the man doing? Cause I heard you mention a lot, but one thing I heard you mention more of like, oh, she might have an attitude. She might be in her nest, but like, what about like where you might be coming from and like how you could have just came in with a whole, you know what? I'm going to shake this off of my boo because I'm going in here. You know, wife number two is chill. And I know she don't like that energy. So I'm going to come in there like, but I'm date, you know what I'm saying? I miss you. You can't adjust for her. You can't adjust for her. You know why I didn't bring that up? Because I'm in it and that's not reality. That's That sounds you, nice. Why isn't that reality? Why Marriage is hard. That's why it's half of your dean. Then you prepared a good dinner. A big elaborate dinner. You got the nice uh, lecture with Mufti Mink ready to go. You got the incense going, right? Say that you ready to see your husband, right? And his other wife, they went through some crazy stuff and he's emotionally torn, right? The right adab, because I'm in it, the right adab is for him to let you, to be communicate and to let you know, not particulars, but what's going on. I'm not saying for him to disregard your love and your energy and the things that you've done for him. If you love him and he loves you and you have communication and transparency, you're going to talk about, you're going to want to know, and you as his wife, this is the big thing, you're his advisor. You're like his publicist. My wife, I, when I was doing, when, when me and my first wife divorced and I was in my emotions and she was in her emotions, my wife used to write the, I used to, Proofread and write for me. No, don't say that. Mm -mm, you and your feelings, don't do that. Nope, nope. Mm -mm, mm. Okay, send this. Because emotionally, I couldn't deal with it. So what I'm saying is we need the sisters wow. to be strong, to be that publicist, to be that check, that, that editor. Because sometimes men, we're thinking so linear. We, when we mad, we, all we see is we like this. Women, you guys got 360. Y'all can see light years ahead we like this you know what i'm saying so if a and man that's one of the reasons why women are able to take this on like to be like in polygyny right and like be the one who's like next to a sister wife because of like and that that was my that was my thought process so like when you when i when i asked you that i'm thinking about how the sisters that you you know marry how they can teach you something about like self-care so when you are with someone, they teach you how to care with empathy and to put their feelings aside to now take on what you have when they're in a whole different mood. That is something brothers need to learn. That's what I was saying, because I'm not like I said before, I'm not interested because I haven't met the perfect guy for it, because it doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter what you have. Wait, let me finish. Can I finish? 
doesn't exist. All right. Well, I'm going to finish this point because <laughs> at the end of the day, the perfect guy for it would be someone who's able to take on empathy as a trait and understand that his wives need that as well like it's not about what you need it's not about what you need it's about how can you facilitate now a beautiful family and connection without now putting it you first right and now putting them first so you have to do that and that is that is the that is the one of the issues like i said I, before i have this but at the end of the day i'm letting you know that I have this right. And if you want to be in this marriage, I'm going to do this just to let you know, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to be making mistakes, you know, like that, just to let you know, of course, if you're not a pro polygynous, of course, if you give that up that in the beginning, that's understood. But if a woman who's new coming to Islam, if a sister who is like, who's been hurt in a marriage and she's coming to you for like that understanding that you're going to be empathy because that's what you exude in the beginning of your courtship. And then later on, you show a whole different side, not saying you specifically, I'm just saying for sisters who come to me telling me things about and and they these are sisters that live in dubai these are sisters that live in chad that live in togo that live in Burkina faso sisters that live in senegal this is something that we do not discuss and it is about how brothers move with polygyny it's about okay do you love me too when are you going to see that i don't want to always deal with that on a day-to-day -day basis because i'm in self-care mode she has things on her mind that this is why i said if i find the perfect man which he exists I'm pretty sure, who's open to understanding empathy. Empathy on my feelings, on my soul. It's not about your coin. You could be rich in knowledge. You can be rich in empathy, passion, and love and support and sensitivity and knowing that I'm a woman. That's a woman. Petals, petals, sweetie. You can't just step on me and expect me not to ooze out. Like, you can't just do that. You know, I have thorns, yes, to protect me, but you have to realize how to grip me. You have to understand how to prop me up, how to hold me up, not just think it's about me holding you up. Mm. Yeah. It sounds great. And I've had to write marriage contracts for these sisters. I, that's a service that I offer sisters because brothers don't want to sign Nia marriage contracts with their mother in it to commit to what they know. They, some brothers be like, listen, I'm not, I'm not signing it. I'm not signing. Why are you not signing it, bro? Like this is one of the only contracts you will sign in Islam and you don't want to sign it. Why? Because you are afraid that you're going to F up. But at the end of the day, if you love Allah and you're there and you understand that Allah is going to be testing you, you have no problem signing my mother and knowing that, okay, we had a discussion about the mother. Cause this is a, a thing that I do sis. I basically like, I have clients where they both the husband and wife see the future husband and wife, fiance, whatever, see the contract. They edit it together. And if there's no getting through that contract, there's no reason to get married. And the problem is when sisters do step into polygynous marriages, they haven't discussed everything. And then when things pop off, it's already done. Mm -hmm. And now you're upset, you're hurt, you don't want to wear hijab, you don't feel beautiful, whatever the case is, because this brother did not do it in a way with Adab according to the Sunnah and according to Akhl now. Like we're in now. We're not in like, you know, the day of the Prophet Muhammad saying so. You're not just going to be like, oh yeah, I came back, I have a wife, you know, like. Yeah, no, that's not it. We're not doing that no more. We got to use our uncle. I, listen, I'm close friends with somebody who my ex-husband didn't even tell me he was talking to and I was in her house yeah. before we got married and she was hurting and I didn't even know. She told me we stopped talking. We totally stopped talking. My ex-husband didn't tell me everything. She winded up being pissed at me and we winded up talking. I said, you know, he asked me who, you know, 
if you um if you um had someone that I would marry, like who would it be? And I told him it would be her. And I said, if I want you to, I said, because you hurt her. She right. converted to Islam because of you. And now you left and you didn't even tell her that you liked me. And she had no idea. And when I met her, she was full of, like, she was just so distraught. And I was there to pick up the pieces while he was like, oh, she good. She a grown woman. She good. No, this is sister wife game 101, period. We got to hold each other got, down. Got you married? Oh, that's before you get married. No, I'm not married right now. I'm but married um, your ex-husband. My ex-husband, yeah. And so this was an experience that I was like, Dad, this sister, this sister was literally about to leave Islam, but sis was like, nah, I'm catching you right here, trust fall, boo. And I kept hitting her up, like, yo, I'm so sorry how everything turned out. And this was like throughout like the, the divorce that period, because I realized she knew more about him than I did. And she didn't tell me because she didn't want to create fitna. And she could have told me, and I would have been like, she's going that way, she's not. And I told her, that we have to stick together as sisters. We have to inform each other to make the right decisions for our deen. It's about us connecting to Allah first. And if that man is not going to be good for my deen, I'm good. Allah alam. Like, I'm good. You feel me? We need to make a clap button on Zoom so we can clap. You know what I mean? It, it like I'm going to add it. I'm going to add it. <laughs> it's not about them. It's really not. It's about your family. And brothers need to understand that. I'm glad she articulated that very well. Last thing I'm going to say is marriage, polygyny or not, it's no easy road. It's no easy door. You got to have patience. You got to take it to Allah. He's the only one that can help you. And, and keep your circle nice and keep good people around your circle. If you're in a polygynous relationship, don't go to a monogamous person for advice. A monogamous marriage. My advice. My. Go to a polygynous couple wow. who you look up to to give you polygynous advice. If you're in monogamy, don't go to a polygynous couple to talk about your... It's apples and oranges. Stick to the script. And you know, may Allah help us all and make us be better. And Thank you both Thank so you. much.